recording here. We gotta set a timer for, let's just say 14 minutes. We're on. It's been a while. Shoot, I forgot to turn the heat off. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, keep them coming. I don't know how long ago we did a podcast. Maybe eight months ago, 10 months ago. One of you out there actually might have the answer, but needless to say, it's been a while. So Ben, turn off the heat so we could freeze. It's all good. It'll help with the background sound. Man, I feel like it's so cliche for podcasters to talk about how they haven't podcasted for a while and then like promise to podcast more. I mean, if it's true, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. You wanted to smoke this one tonight? I think so. Yeah. I'm, I was decided I was going to match whatever you do. Cool. I feel like these cigars are our um, motivation to get us started in this podcast again. Ooh, I haven't had uh, experienced much hate over cigar smoking in a while, so hopefully we get some nice comments. You mean online? Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully not, but JK. Is it... It's generally, you get more hate than I do, right? Do I? I think so. Did we not lock that door? Dude. This is killing my podcast vibe right now. Trying to be a good father. But how am I supposed to tell people about how good of a father I'm being? When my kid comes in. Oops, I locked it the first time, and then I went out again and forgot to lock it. Um, so. Oh, that's really delicious. Oh. Mm. Okay. Man, I actually thought about a little section for our podcast, or we call it, I forget what I, I had a catchy title for it, but it was basically where you talk about how hard it was to get started on this episode <laughs> because there's like so much stuff like yeah. we haven't podcasted in forever i've wanted to do it mm -hmm. you haven't seemed very motivated is that true that is true every time i've actually done a podcast with you it's been usually like rewarding like i'm like oh that was cool but to actually get me at, but when I just like think about doing a podcast, I'm like, mm. so, but finally I was able I'm to glad. talk Tammy into it this week. Yeah. 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 I think I like supporting you and I also feel like it's, it's kind of fun for me too. When I'm gone with it, I just, I love it because... There's always cool stuff to talk about. Basically, like, this is the conversation I wish. You know, I've been listening to more podcasts lately. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, like, but one a week. And every time I have it, I'm just, like, so glad. And I'm like, hmm. I know not for everyone, but I know for a few people, I've heard that we really help keep them company and hmm. that they think about the same things we do. So then yeah. I'm always like, I don't know. It's not that hard for us to do. Like, I mean, it's not, it doesn't do itself. That's for damn sure. But we have the equipment. We have the time. Yeah. It's the hardest to get into the swing of it again. And this is the first time in a while. So, but when we have it kind of as like part of our weekly thing that we do or whatever, it's easier. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into it, huh? You're listening to the Fight for Together podcast.
Okay, I think the intro just ran. I heard it. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. you're there. Okay, I couldn't hear it. I'm sorry, technical <laughs> difficulties. We got Whatever. some kinks to work out. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Tonight's topic. Pronouns. Very personal topic around our household. Yeah. Yeah, it is. For this last year. Um, <laughs> and, uh, man, I don't know where to begin. Except, do you want to make the official <laughs> announcement over podcast land? Sure. Um, yeah. The Gosh, I'm trying to remember when. Sometime this year. <laughs> I, do you remember? Oh, doesn't really matter. Let's just say six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that I, I, I started following this non-binary person. And through that, I just started to really kind of go on this like self-discovery journey with my gender and what I felt was what helped best express who I am. And I realized like the pronouns she and her like didn't feel right for me. Um, and then looking back, I, I don't, feel like they ever really felt that right but I didn't know any that there was any other option like I didn't have a penis so it was like I'm not a he so I must be you know you're like told at birth this is what who you are um these are the pronouns you use <laughs> even though people don't even people don't even really talk about pronouns it's so funny how they're talked about now because back in the day the only way that pronouns were talked about is you learned a set of them in school, right? Um, like you didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, there was no, like, how do you feel? Like, how do you move about in the world? Like, what feels good to you? Um, and so I just felt like I really wanted to be honest with myself and with the world of, like, hey, I don't really, like, she and her doesn't feel like me and the only other options are uh well actually this isn't true there's other options but the other i guess like a non-binary option to say like i don't fit into the binary of male female um is they them i think other people there's there's also people that use different kinds I'm actually not even very schooled in that there it's like like just different ones but they them is like the most common I think non-binary <coughs> excuse me pronoun pronouns um and it was like man I went through like a whirlwind of emotions um I feel like there's they are starting to settle now but I felt like imposter syndrome, like, hey, maybe I'm not really this. Like, why would I think I'm this at 41 years old? I, um, and this is where this other person's, like, account really helped me because they kept affirming, like, this actually exists. Like, this is, like, this is my world, and I could see myself in them. When you say this exists, what exists? Someone who doesn't feel like the binary is where they fit in, the, in the gender binary. Like it just, and it's very hard because it's a, it's like an intuitive thing. <laughs> and like. And gender binary meaning male and female. Yeah. And bi means two. So two options. Two options. So there's right. more than two options now. I mean, I believe that now. And as I look back on my experience moving through the world, I could see myself like I got like really uncomfortable with certain situations when people would peg me as like a woman or girl. And this is, you know, but for a long time. Can or, you give any examples? Um, 
it just didn't feel right to me. It's it's kind of hard. Like if I'm like go to the bathroom and you have to go to the women's bathroom, that doesn't feel right to you. Uh, that was probably like it was more when people would call me, girl, call me woman, you're a female, blah blah, like that kind of thing. The I mean now like I don't think I was that aware with like the bathroom thing back then. You you have some interesting stories about identifying as like a tomboy mm-hmm. when you were younger. Yeah, and it's kind of confusing for me because and this is where imposter syndrome kind of comes in for me. Because there's a lot of like people that would still identify as she her female that are more masculine like that's how they move about in the world like or they're or they're just like I don't know but they still feel like they're so it really isn't like an outward okay. thing so can I um I want to clarify this at least get your opinion on this because I think this could be I don't know I remember hearing about this like six years ago and I was like what the fuck like yeah how complicated does this need to be and they're like there's gender and there's sexuality and they they were like drawing yeah. this differentiation and you're doing this too now. And, um, mm-hmm. I think it's confusing as fuck. Yeah. But okay. So tell me where I'm wrong about this. If you okay. have a penis, you're a man. And if you have a vagina, if you're born with a vagina or what is it? X, Y chromosome. X, X for vagina. Okay. If you're X, X, then you're a girl. It doesn't matter how you feel. These are scientific facts, <laughs> right? Well, I would say there's a difference between gender and sexual, like difference between gender and genitals. Okay, so that's the first important distinction. Yes. And I think that was important for me to get, and I still don't even fully get it, except for the fact that, okay, so you can be born. No one's arguing here about whether or not certain people have penises or vaginas. Right. No one's arguing here whether or not there's scientific facts around chromosomes. Of course, I do give you shit about this because I feel like sometimes some people in this community are tending to emphasize the feeling and the choice side and de-emphasize the scientific fact side. Mm. But yeah, okay. So you could, you, I'm sure it's possible to swing too far. But what you are f- experiencing is that. Um, just because you're assigned this chromosome and this genital, mm-hmm. there's almost a role that one begins to play, which is this full package deal, which goes way beyond like having a period or having a child. Yeah. It's like the colors you wear. Yeah. I would say that this is not the role. I mean, the role, <laughs> this is where it gets really hard and confusing. I would say like that someone is actually more born with this feeling of like non-binariness or born with this feeling that I'm, I'm a a female or born with this feeling that I'm a male. Um, then like just the, like the role I do think makes it even more confusing for people to like, really like, what are you feel? Like, what is, what, what is your intuition about this? Um, but I actually don't think it's the, the role. Cause like I said, you could be, a, you could totally feel female and not fit into the role of female in society at all and be totally cool with that. And a lot of people really do that. Confused. What did you just say? <coughs> you can be, you can feel like, and know in your gut, I am a female, but you, uh, let's let's say you're you you look kind of masculine, but you have a vulva. Okay. And so that's where I'm saying the role thing gets confusing because there's no like look that a non-binary person has. There's no role that they even play necessarily, or like diff- uh, different people who are actually um, identify as female or identify as male don't necessarily adopt a certain role i do know that there's a role pushed on people in society i'm confused already but okay but i 
I just I'm trying to separate that because the role doesn't make you something. Okay. So what's the big deal with um, if you're a woman or if you have female genitals mm-hmm. and chromosomes, then why is it important not to be called she, her for you? Hmm. Um, I, it doesn't, um, capture the experience I feel inside. It doesn't match it. I don't feel like I'm that. So when people say she, her, what, what do you, what do you think that is? What does that capture? Yeah. Because I think part of this also coming from knowing you is uh, maybe some of your religious background too, but yeah. not only religious background. Yeah. Um, what does it capture? Well, for me... Like if, if I was to call you she, her, what do you think I... If I was like, hey, she is it feels It feels oppressive to me because it feels like you're saying something that I don't feel like that's who I am and it's been told me my whole life. Like, this is who you are. Like, I don't know if that's what you're asking. If you're asking for more tangible, like, this is what a she is. Yeah, in your mind, what is a she? Um, I mean, because this is a tricky question. Because I actually think a she is, like, really broad. Okay. Um, But I guess the typical is... Um, they like to wear dresses. They, but see, I don't even think this is true. Okay. Cause a lot of she's don't like to wear dresses, Okay, but this is in your mind. I'm just sure. Saying. Sure. Okay. Um, they, and by that you mean she's, <laughs> yeah, I know she's, <laughs> that's uh, weird. <laughs> so annoying. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. What I'm in my mind, I'm like picturing some people I know that epitomize like, the a she-ness um like uh delicate gentle um like don't like sports yeah don't like sports like, like cooking and like that yeah that's sure making their house look beautiful yeah like shopping at anthropology or and uh, fucking, fucking what's pinterest yeah <laughs> like that yeah lo- loves uh throwing Nice birthday parties for their kids. Uh, love shopping. I mean, I don't know. Um, this is tricky because, like, like really you tricky. say, like, not everyone. Mm-mm. Of course, no one's I've saying a lot of every woman does that. But then, and this is where I do think part of it is roles. Yeah, is that we create these roles in our head because that's all it is is like categories in a way. Well, for me, like saying I'm non-binary. And feeling that and, and saying and sticking by it and saying it's it honors parts of who I am that I don't feel like saying I'm a she her would have on what felt like it honored. Like what? OK, so tell me what what is what? Well, shit, maybe we should just keep on telling the story. Yeah, because the, the, we can get lost in this and I don't want to yeah. like get to, we're not fucking experts in this. Right. I'm not. No. OK. No. And there's probably so the story you came out like six months ago and kind of said Hey, this I, is my, what I, I feel. I feel non-binary. I would like my pronouns to be they, them. Although, yeah. Anyway, and that's a bit of a um, huge shift. That's a transition because yeah. you and I have been together for twenty-one years. Really, probably twenty-two or twenty-three. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I love the fact that you're a girl slash woman slash female. And um, and I'd like to say like I still feel my feminine parts. <laughs> that sounds really sexual. But <laughs> damn, tell me more. <laughs> but I still feel feminine in some ways. I feel masculine in some ways. Okay. But, um yeah, but anyways, all that to say I loved seeing you. I mean, I, I'd call you. I remember like our earliest love letters. Mm-hmm. I'd say like, you're my girl and I'd sign boy. it like your boy. Yeah. And it was kind of this romantic, like opposites, like 
it's the ultimate in celebrating the binary. Like, I'm a boy, you're a girl. Like, right, let's get together. Let's get together because a relationship is a boy and a girl. And, right. And when you did this, like made this announcement at least, there's a part of me that's like, the, the first part of me is like, what a fucking pain in the ass. Like, it feels dramatic. Mm-hmm. It feels superfluous to me because I haven't been frustrated by these categories yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, now, I'm sure as hell frustrated by other categories. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. But these categories in particular have never felt oppressive to me. Mm-hmm. Which actually isn't entirely true because uh, there's ways where I get lumped in with being a male mm-hmm. that I do not feel Mm-hmm. Um, aligned with at all. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like, call me a they, that's going to solve it. That's just not my go-to. Yeah. Um, so the first reaction is like kind of annoying because it's like, okay, why do we have to like change something that's working for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty like, okay, I get it. That's a little bit selfish, but that's I the am. first reaction. Yeah. And how that manifested itself was like, I think I had to deal with like denial slash acceptance mm. and kind of mourn yeah. this language and label and idea that I had about you that was really pretty convenient for me. Mm-hmm. And the way I did that was by very quickly, you and I have been through so many changes by this point that my general philosophy is, I mean, we've just applied so many labels to so many people our entire damn life, mostly wrapped around religion, that were so harmful to them and to us and Mm -hmm. prevented relationship and were basically mechanisms of control that I just didn't have the balls to be like, no, I'm going to continue to call you a she because my confidence in this area, every time I've put a label on someone, even labels that are true. Mm. And that's where like, it could be a true thing, right? Like I could argue, well, you still have a vagina. You mm-hmm. still have, is it XX? I still, I can never remember that shit. You still have these chromosomes. I'm, I'm going to put this label on you mm. and use it. Yeah. But if I really want to have a relationship with you, like, I guess I would wonder why is it so damn important to me to control how you call yourself? I mean, if you decide to change your name, that'd be annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming you're doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with pronouns. It's so, pretty annoying. So far, I'm still cammy, though. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you should change your name to Cammy with a C. Oh. That would really fuck with people. Uh, no. Yes, but no. Ooh, C-A-M-M-Y. Mm. No. Oh. No, no. Or actually, is that worse? C-A-M-M-I-E, I think, is the worst to me. I don't want to insult you on the Ugh. podcast like that. Hopefully there's no but, cameos. But there. I was like, pretty soon, I was like, fuck. I, I have to get on this bandwagon, or I'm going to either control you which I don't want to do or lose you mm. at least in this area. Yeah. And I didn't want to. So I, I decided we had a family meeting about it and mm-hmm. we made the announcement to the kids, meaning you did. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen guys, and they all kind of made fun of you, which mm-hmm. I, we are all making fun of you. Cause I mean, it's hard when you don't understand something. The, the easiest thing to do is poke fun at it. And it kind of helps you like helps you. Yeah. And so I get it. I and it. I used, I've called you babes for um, 22 <laughs> years. So then I started calling you babes. Which is funny because <laughs> babes is to, would be totally fine with me still. <laughs> but this is sort of like. I think it was my own way of like. Yeah, like, okay, fine. I'm going to call you babes now. And I was like, you know what? I care more about our relationship. Though. I don't give a fuck about the scientific accuracy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we are in the middle of a big transition sociologically. Mm-hmm. that I believe there is progress present. Now, as I've already stated, I do think there it is possible to swing too far the other way. 
and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that I respect very heavily that are pointing out the fact that some people on what is it the left I guess mm-hmm. like they're the, making it into a fucking religion yeah they make like, it into a religion and then they're like a moral thing they're like oh you're oppressing me if you don't do this and get on board and basically they're I can't tell if they're actually doing this or whether it just comes across as doing this. Yeah. Of they're erasing the validity of the scientific aspects. Mm. And they're saying, they're kind of just emphasizing the choice side. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a hard time with that, but I do think that the choice, that there is some degree of identity that we get to choose. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, and there's like, as I was like way getting into this like five years ago, there's a huge realm of the population, and I say huge because I think it's larger than anyone thinks, where it's categorized as like either hermaphrodite, hermaphrodite or intersex or mm. um, mixed genitalia, even chromosomes. Yeah. And these people like scientifically do not fit into a binary. Yeah. So we can make sense of that. Uh, right. Well, actually, I don't know if we can because quite often what they do is they fucking chop things off surgically correct it quote unquote when they're like a newborn and they basically make them fit into a binary Binary. world so you can see from i i knew enough from analyzing that scenario that it's it's oppressive to some people yeah like there's people born through a way and you could call it a defect if you want but i don't know who gets to decide that word i think that's even a um a term of control Mm -hmm. and oppression uh, to call someone defective. Yeah. Um, and then you fucking, yeah, you start chopping things off and you say, you're a boy. Mm-hmm. Because I can't I can't sit with the fact that you don't quite fit into one of two categories. So right. f- to make myself feel comfortable, to make society feel comfortable. Yeah. So I already knew about that. Yeah. That's so then when I hear that, okay, your experience. It's more of an internal thing. Like I don't have mixed genitalia <laughs> newsflash um but it's an internal thing and i do think that's that's also maybe even harder for people to understand because it's it's you you almost just have to like trust the person you know like oh their experience as they move around the world like you have this experience and it's different from mine i'm really glad you don't have mixed genitalia <laughs> just want to say <laughs> I mean, maybe you would have, maybe we would have fallen in love just the same. You never know. I'm really glad you don't have mixed <laughs> genitalia. Just want to say again, okay. I really have to repeat myself because okay. you're okay. invalidating my feelings and experience now. <laughs> think, all right. No offense Fine. to people that do. There, there. I think that's why I felt like doing that because I didn't want to offend mm-hmm. anyone. Shit. But, um. So, okay. Where were we? Uh, did we finish the story? Pretty much. We told the kids. Um, and there was a negative backlash there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was hard for them. I, I remember one of the kids saying to me, I feel like you're not on our side anymore if you're no longer a woman. And that... Do I need to stop? <laughs> okay. And that... It was hard for me to hear because I was like, I don't f- see it that way. I mean, I understand. I think I understand what they mean because I had a own, my own mourning of like, I mean, it sounds weird because I chose this. Well, did I choose it? I don't know. Anyways, I, I feel like I'm honoring for the first time like my inward experience. But there was a part of me that felt I was mourning this like, oh, I can't call myself these things anymore and fit into this like woman camp or like girl, you know, because there's there that's a huge camp. Fuck. I mean, people are like, like wild woman and uh, girl power and, you know, and there's the boy camp. And then it's like they camp's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> losers. Uh, pick on you guys. I know. Yeah. Well, it's. And, you know, and this is why, I don't know. Okay, like I said, I don't feel this way. Of course, I will be honest. I feel more this way than I let on because I yeah. don't feel like a dude. Mm. Yeah. But I just don't care enough yeah. to um, be called a they. 
Like, yeah. if someone calls me a he, fuck, if someone calls me a she, I just don't give a fuck. You can yeah. call me whatever you want. Yeah. The racquetball guy is calling me, oh, I probably can't say it because yeah, there's not. like certain <laughs> words that are like fucking, mm-hmm. we'll get you your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it rhymes with gag. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. And I just don't care because those labels roll off of me. And, and maybe it's because that in our culture, both spiritually and on a business perspective, I think males, are given more opportunity than females so like in a way being referred to or seen as a dude a guy a him is mm-hmm. like actually a benefit mm-hmm. yeah and f- everything i've heard indicates i have to just like believe like and i i see it but i just i don't feel it right right i don't have the experience of being oppressed as a female right that you have less you're fem- taken less you're seriously a, you're in a female body or whatever yeah you're taken less seriously you're and in our world of church you're mm-hmm. actually told to submit you're told to be silent in, in yeah. certain contexts you're told that your role is relegated to having children you're told that you're less good at processing and making decisions and you right. run off your feelings right yeah that's interesting you describing that that would that makes sense um yeah so i definitely had or am have had to like mourn and grieve like these certain aspects of this like i felt like i belonged and now i don't really feel like i belong like i i belong i mean but there's ways that i i feel like i belong to myself now it's weird like i'm like Okay, maybe I don't belong to a group very well. I mean, I know there's non-binary people out there, but as far as just the like the bigger, you know, society-wise, I don't belong to this big group. But yeah, I'm owning my inward experience for the first time. When- and and I feel like there's this really valuable thing when you step out of the binary as like with your personhood. Like I've just been able to like I just see things now. Okay. I want to come back to that. Yeah. Because I think that's super red. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the present future, but still talking about the transition a little bit. I think, okay, so there's this, um, from sociological perspectives, and I've talked to my friend who specializes and works with like handicapped slash disabled slash specially abled people in our own experience of being ostracized from religious communities, um, you see it with uh, race and whatever, that oftentimes there's a blaming of the victim that happens. Okay, I'll I'll just speak to the church because I've seen it so fucking often. Someone leaves the church, their entire spiritual community that they were raised in from the day they were born and told that this is right and you are going to heaven if you stay here and hell if you don't and all these people are your entire lifeblood mm-hmm. and when people like that leave when we left because we felt like if we didn't it would kill us it was like an absolute last resort in fact we didn't leave we got kicked out because i was so even though it was costing me my health and my finances the hell Sorry, we need need to turn on. I don't know. We're having technical difficulties with the camera. Talk to him for a second. This is okay. Well, I can talk about the thing I was talking about before. Um, yeah. So there's some some things that have been really hard, but then on the more I feel like positive side or or what's interesting to me is because I've stepped out of this binary and and I I can see how truly binary our world or like our the way that like our culture is and how we like genderize everything and and how like in some in some ways that's really helpful in some ways I've noticed it's actually really can be really harmful. Um, this may sound like silly to some of you. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm just a little insecure in talking about it. So, but 
even even with our language like hey you guys can you can you come see me right right now like that's a gender but we've like pushed it into this category for everyone but it's it's just it's not inclusive um and i and i still say it but i have noted i've just i've noticed things like that and they're everywhere okay i still disagree with that disagree with what that it's not inclusive as a blanket statement because that's not how people use it yes or... now i agree that it it might have its origins in some sort of gender yeah, i think it does and it can be used in an exclusive way but yeah i just I don't well this is the thing language is powerful yeah okay so what i have noticed i think this is my this is my gut instinct okay if you if people use more inclusive language people will feel more included on a subconscious level i agree with that yeah like i actually think that people don't even realize how much those things make them feel excluded yeah no i think you're right um i just think it can be taken too far yeah i mean if i were to say if i were to correct someone be like hey don't say guys i mean i think that for me personally i don't want to do that because i feel like Okay, but you kind of done it. To okay, me. okay, you might be the exception, <laughs> just because you're like my person. But okay. so, like, if I have a feeling, I'm going to tell you about it. But I try not to do it that often. Yeah, because I'm like, I get it. Like, I still use it. It's hard. It's very, very hard to change, change like, your language. Fuck. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, hey, yo, bitches, people, robots, things. Yeah. Let's go. Get yeah. in the car. I don't care what you are. I yeah. want you in the car because I want to go like five minutes ago. And I'm not trying to genderize anyone. See, I don't, it's just like I don't think you mean anything by it. But this is the thing. Like, if the whole culture starts shifting, it actually kind of, like, starts waking people up to certain things. Yeah. And people start feeling seen and heard. Which comes into another topic of, like, who wants to fight this battle. But I want to I finish this other thought when I went to go fix the camera, which is um, that when you look at like how societal, how like we blame victim blame basically. Yeah. Like, so in church people would get kicked out of their entire community and then the church would point the fucking finger at them and say, you're just trying to get attention. Rub salt in their wounds. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like, could you be any more wrong or dense and you see that it's actually... And they're de- speaking about an experience they haven't had. Yes. Too. So it's designed... It is, like, more simple. Like, when you have someone that doesn't fit in, it's annoying as fuck to be like, you know, okay, yeah. like, your entire existence challenges my way of living. And the simplicity of it. And the simplicity of it. It's, like, nice to have just boys and girls. It's nice to have, like, everyone believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to Earth and died, all these things. Yeah. And so when you have someone that switches from that belief... It's so much easier to write off their experience so you don't have to deal with it. Right. Um, by making shit up, basically, to say you're doing it to get attention. But in my experience, in my experience, I was scared to death of this other belief. Mm. The last thing I wanted was this type of attention. I didn't want to like leave the community. I didn't want mm-hmm. to be excommunicated. I didn't want to be um, friendless and accused of all these other things. Like I just wanted to fit in, but I couldn't. Mm. And I guess what I'm trying to say is on the gender side of things, I just think it's so much safer to assume that when people are going upstream against society in certain ways, and I'll say this, you know, maybe not with people like me because I, I get a certain degree of energy out of challenging the status quo. You do not. And I knew this about you. Like, if you could fit in, you would. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get to actually vocalizing and telling our family you want to be called something different, it's, like, been eating at you for possibly years slash decades. Hmm. And by this point, you're desperate. Yeah. That's my... And I think that's yeah, true that's for pretty, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I get, I'm getting, like, emotional just you talking about that because I actually think you're right. Like, when I have someone that says my the pronoun that I, that I prefer, I, like, get emotional. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, like, you care? Like, you see me? Like, this hasn't happened in 40 years. Like, that's really 
fucking cool. <laughs> and I think what you were saying, which I, I really like that topic of, you know, I'm not against uh, binary thinking. Mm-hmm. I think it has its place. Yeah. It's convenient as hell. Yeah. It worked. There's a truth to it. Like, generally speaking, mm-hmm. there are people that have penises. There are people that have vaginas that are girls and the boys, and they have certain roles and they do things. But when you apply that simplicity across an 8 billion person population, there's always going to be fallout, mm-hmm. no matter what that binary thing is. And we experience yeah. this all different ways from saying, like, you're either a Christian or you're not. Yeah. You're going to heaven or you're hell. It's either good or it's bad. Yeah. And you're either part of this family or you're not. And, like, all I know is all of that type of trying to fit people into my categories in my life mm-hmm. has been – it's been pretty oppressive. Mm-hmm. It, it's not serving or loving them. Yeah. It's usually done because I can't handle the thought of a third category. Yeah. Or beyond. Yeah, and it's it's really cool to see, like, the shift in our culture because I I think it – kind of shows that there's like a because well you said the binary has worked i mean i know worked air quotes whatever it's worked uh it's it's probably what our species needed to get to where we are today or whatever i don't know but are we now at the point where maybe there's a bunch of us who don't enough of us who don't need to the binary to be this way like we can expand it and then therefore let people feel for the first time in their life like oh i don't have to be one or the other like i am who i am and you let instead of forcing someone or something to fit into a category you actually start off with curiosity and i think maybe i'd like to talk a little bit about how you operate now Hmm. and what you've noticed that's changed because like yeah i mean simple things like even like the baseball hat Mm -hmm. or our sex life Mm -hmm. there's just there's been some pretty radical changes that have all i don't want to say it just came about because your pronoun changed no i just think the pronouns and the the baseball hats and the like cutting my hair and dress like not just saying I don't like dresses. I'm probably never gonna wear one again. Maybe I mean don't want to wear one now. I mean maybe I will for you, but um, you you start wearing a fanny pack and of fanny pack like all those things are just symbols of me accepting me. Like this is who I am, and I'm finally feel whether it's where I'm at personally or my environment around me. I finally feel safe enough to like show those things and this is the other part of the story i didn't share is i stopped wearing baseball hats at like 12 years old and i think at that point i went through some like traumatic stuff i think at that point it was just safer for me to be like fit into the fucking binary cami just fit in um and now i just feel like i'm i don't feel have the need to fit in in that way anymore in fact i have the need to like show my true colors like this is who i am and from my perspective like i said i think they them pronouns are pretty fucking annoying like it doesn't sound natural or right for me to say it yeah or think of you that way yeah but shit you being yourself is a massive turn on (laughs) it's like super rad and cool like, yeah. like, I don't care about the words. Yeah. But whatever words help you be more authentic, honest, yeah, real, uh, expressive, yeah. less afraid. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck, like, what we call you or what you want to be called. Yeah. I'll call you whatever it takes to bring those things out. Yeah. And having you show up in our relationship and to the kids mm-hmm. as a parent, as a friend to people I've watched um, as a songwriter mm. has been really rad. Mm. Um, and I know it's related to yeah. you wearing a baseball hat and a fanny pack and not feeling the pressure 
yeah to act like the role of woman in our society right or whatever's in your head right and um and it's been really cool i mean i wish i i wish we had more time or could get into just like examples and some of them might be too explicit for here <laughs> but there's just like a different energy about you too yeah. you've like let you've accepted parts of yourself yeah like and I'll, I'll speak about this from a sexual perspective we had a very like traditional sexual dynamic in that and I, I don't think this is so much male female maybe as much as I don't know what the hell it was but I would pursue you and you would be what to call it passive mm -hmm. and i didn't want that i didn't like that and like i said i don't know if that's just gender related but i think gender was part of it mm -hmm. but as you've started to accept or like disavow some of the female role and accept more of the male there's just this different energy where you've been matching me mm -hmm. lately and you like pursue me and you take charge and i mean like it's always been, I mean, here's one example. We've, I've always held you mm -hmm. our yeah. entire marriage for 20 years. I'm the comforter. I'm the stronger dude. Like I'm the Prince Charming. She's the damsel in distress. I mean, part of this is exaggerated, but I've always that. I think that's those mentalities are kind of into it. When I hold you mm. at night, when we cuddle in bed and in this last six months, you start holding me mm -hmm. and it's like, and I don't think that's a coincidence, right? No way it's a coincidence, <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Um, it's empowering for me and maybe for you. Like for you, it's like you can actually feel these other things. You don't have to be on call all the time. You don't have to be the protector all the time, the, the strong one. Like I can take over for now. Like you can be off duty for a bit. You know, it's just like. It's we cool. Can, it's just, it's more fluid. It's yeah. more evolved it's more i mean shit like okay yeah we've been doing this thing for 20 years it's like i mean it's great but it's like it's it boring <laughs> and this time thing, to change things well, up. this thing doesn't it doesn't just feel new it feels more real yeah yeah we're not like that. making it up it's not like you're putting on a cop costume and spanking me and be like here's the handcuffs bad boy and we're like we're not role-playing yeah. We're actually allowing parts of ourself that are naturally inside that we're never allowed to come outside. Yep. Because I thought, oh, if I, first of all, Cammy didn't, I never thought she wanted to hold me. Mm. I always thought she always liked this role. And I thought, oh, well, does that make me seem less of a man or more weak, mm. less of a person? Yeah. Too needy if I let you hold me and if I just like relax and let my guard down. Mm. Mm -hmm. But there's a big part of me that just wants to be held sometimes. Yeah. And I still like holding you too. It's not like we just like stopped. No, no. And I still like being held. Especially because you suck at holding me when we sleep. Oh yeah. The whole like side holding thing. I can spin, but I'm always bottom spin. I feel like I'm, my neck is all like cranked up and your like wiry hair is like <laughs> right in my nose. And I'm like, Bleh. okay, basically can do it for like one minute. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. No, you're, you rock at that and you're, you said you're going to teach me, and I don't know. I, you kind of gave up yesterday after like two minutes. I, hey, two minutes is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think with an attitude shift, you could really excel at it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm willing to take a crack at it. So I don't have a whole lot to say here, except for I did think maybe we'd um, – I'll, I'll read this comment that we got over Fight for Together's Instagram because I told you, like, you oh, deal yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. And Do it. you can respond. Yeah. Okay, I'm assuming, I think you posted something recently. And then on Fight for Together. On my personal? Yeah, but then okay. you reposted it on FFTs. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it says, shoot person delete it can they do that uh well maybe you could just can you remember a little bit of it it was <laughs> i had you have to read it dang it because it i can't find it um damn it it was basically like give a little bit of the flavor how do you feel like not being a mom 
or having sex. What? <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, that is weird. But yeah. it, honestly, but, it's, for, mean, it's some of the motivation that helped me to get my button gear oh. to record this episode. Yeah. Because I think that, a lot of people... That's a, that's a good question. Well, look, that's not a question. That is a good question. I, I honestly think maybe because... it was a question. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good question for, like, did I stop being a mom when I realized that that I'm non-binary? Can moms be non-binary? And I think, yes, they can be non-binary. I still feel that I am a mother. I don't think that needs to be mother. So that's another thing where people just assume, which which I totally get, that mother is only for she, hers. Um, and okay, I say... Once again, this gets confusing as fuck because <laughs> there is a scientific reality that you're only a mother if you have a vagina, right? In a way, biologically speaking. But, oh, like if you... Uh, no. Fuck me. Because you could be a transgender woman oh. and you could have, you could maybe not give birth, although maybe you could give birth, but maybe okay. not. You adopt okay, or your partner right. gives birth. Okay, hold on. Hang on. We don't have enough time to get into that. Uh... <laughs> All right. So, but yes, uh, but I, I get, I mean, I gave birth to six children and yeah. So. Okay, but one of the other things she said, she actually said the word intercourse as if like, oh, we must not have intercourse anymore. And and I just found that fascinating because mm-hmm. even what we shared about us holding each other, mm. to me, there's a way to, to see the emergence of another category that you might not understand as intimidating, mm. threatening, yeah. scary, like saying like, oh, your genitals or sexuality or gender doesn't matter. Oh, right, right. right. Just like I think maybe with black people, I don't know this for sure, but I think with black people, when they started to get more rights, white people, some insecure white people are like, oh, mm-hmm. what does it mean? I'm not special. I mean, they didn't say that out loud, but why are they fighting it so damn much? It's because they're insecure. Or did you did you not like being a woman? Are women like, was it like devaluing? Or I don't know. Yeah. Like, so insecure people are going to they they get their validity off of a second class society of people, mm-hmm. um, or whatever identity they've taken yes. on. Yeah. So, but the or opposite is them. also true. When culture and society evolves, like we can, I think there's an opportunity for all all of us to grow. And I guess what I'm saying is our relationship, our sexuality our Mm -hmm. sex has gotten more interesting yeah more nuanced yeah more rich more diverse yeah um because of this i don't know that's all i want to say i guess Uh, yeah but but even it was scary at first a little bit because every time you let go of something yeah that's simple yeah you're like opening the door to something that's a little bit more complex Mm-hmm. But the payoff could be higher too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I, I have. A, I feel like like realizing or embracing or talking about the world as maybe there's more than just two genders or there is more than two genders really actually gives the opportunity for for even the two genders to be less oppressed Mm. and to be more valued for who they are, not just the gender you are. Because even if you're a man with a penis, I think there's feminine aspects of men. Yeah. It's not a hundred percent. Like they're not all 100% manly Mm -mm. monster truck, uh, testosterone. Like men have estrogen, women have testosterone. Yeah. And, but oftentimes we oppress those parts of ourselves. Yeah. Like as a teenager in high school, I wrote, uh, like 600 letters, mostly to girls. 
mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I could relate to men. Like the the dudes in my life, like didn't want to talk. I wrote them letters. They wouldn't write me back. So I'm like, fuck you, assholes. I'm going to write to someone that'll write me back and wants to talk about their damn feelings and watch Titanic, which was me. Um, so I found, found that hanging out with women was more, not even in a sexual way or romantic way. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I could relate more. Right. And that was like maybe Those parts of you were heard. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, you could call it feminine side, I guess. Yeah. And by accepting this third option, I'm accepting myself mm-hmm. in ways I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think it, I think believing that someone like me exists, like a non-binary person, shows that there's probably so much more to people who walk around as male and female than we realize. I mean, I just think it's, I just think it's way more expansive than we understand right now. And the language, if it works, if it helps you, great. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we should be as slaves to the language. No. And um, I mean, at one point, geez, I can't even think of an example right now, but I think of like all sorts of like stupid shit, shit like Hicks would say like 200 years ago Mm -hmm. about science or gender or tobacco or health. And it was just like so close minded that it's just like basically anti progress. Yeah. Support your damn ego on some fragile thing. Right. And it's like, I don't know. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah. Thanks for creating this space for it. You weren't. I, I brought this up to you like two months ago. You didn't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, I think you would have, but. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely felt more ready now. Um, it still feels really nice to talk about it. It makes me realize I have the ability to talk about it. I do feel like I shy away from talking about it because generally speaking most people i run into not all um are at best they're like can you explain this to me and at worst they're like i don't get it <laughs> you know and that take it takes a lot of energy right for me to be like okay do i want cuz i i don't i normally don't have energy to try to convince anyone so i'm just like no but I do have energy to put stuff out on Instagram because that's not as like in my face, like with a person. So I, I've that's been a cool outlet for me to just talk about this on Instagram. And um, so, if people want to follow your Instagram, they might get more stuff about this. Yeah. And your Instagram is Cami Crawford. C A M N I E. Hell no. K-A-M-I-C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D. Great. That's where you'll find me. Okay, cool. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Our big fucking podcast Huge. return tour. Yep. Believe it or not, we are going to try and record more. Yeah. Um, so if you like these. Um, We're trying to do it every Tuesday. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Leave a comment on YouTube if you want to talk about shit. Uh, yeah. You can rate it on iTunes. It's helpful for us. Um, and uh, fucking like and subscribe and all that bullshit, whatever. Uh, if you want to um, support us with our work, Cami has an album that's available in our merch store. Um, or like on Spotify and all that. We'll put the links below. And I also have a book that you can check out uh that these are the projects that we put out that you have two books pay our bills yeah um anyways thanks for listening thank you anxious to hear uh what you guys think about this podcast format in general anxious to hear what you all think Ooh, I just (laughs) i just had to slip this happens like all the time where i'm like i actually really do correct myself Oh, I don't correct you very often, do I? I was honestly, I was doing that as part of a joke. No, no, it's great. It's a funny joke. Um, but it's also like... Tedious? Well, yeah. So this is the thing, okay? I just want to say this last part because it's such a cluster. Mm-hmm. I'm like writing this... I, I like to write sappy shit about you on Instagram. Oh. And I like to be like... Yeah, that is hard. Man, this girl blew my mind today. And post a little picture of Cammy. 
But now I'm like not supposed to. So I'm really like this. They blew or you my just mind. Say, they and then blew my mind yeah, today. I say they blew my mind. And then I get all these comments like, <laughs> "Who are you talking about? Her boobs? Do you have multiple lovers now?" And I'm like, "Fucking a! Like, it actually is a hard thing. Like, yeah. and it's, like your go-to is no longer there." Well, but I have I've had and this then, discussion with you about can I just I just want oh, to use she yeah. because it's simpler yeah. and I understand it's not moving the needle on culture and society in this way, but I don't really care about that. I have yeah. all these other battles I'm fighting, yeah. which I think are still about tolerance, still about acceptance. Yeah, yeah. And we're I still just, in process. I, like, the- I just trust you're doing your damn best, right? Which is really cool. And it's like if you know if you need to make a post that's with the wrong pronoun, fuck with it, whatever. A simpler pronoun. Yeah, totally. But, well, the pronoun that isn't gonna give you a bunch of shit on online, and I, I get that. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fight for Together. We'll see you next time.